My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracies, and conclude with our own <laughs> hypothesis. Going great. Who knows? We might even solve a case. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. Web Crawlers has a Patreon. Wow. To get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs, merch discounts, and in studio videos of full episodes released a day early. Yeah. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. For merch, go to webcrawlerspod.com or hothorse.horse. If you're nasty, we have a cameo. Also, if you want a special video from me or Melissa or both of us, if you're lucky, go to webcrawlerspod on cameo. Melissa, what is our main story? Well, our main story today is about the Watcher House. Ooh. In 2014, a family bought their dream home, but was tormented by anonymous threatening letters from a so-called Watcher. Shit. It was a nightmare that kept getting stranger and stranger. Let's get, get into, into it. it. Thank you. 
family bought their dream home in New Jersey, never moving in after getting frightening letters from someone calling themselves The Watcher. From day one, they've been trying to solve this case. The Watcher's letters describing anger about renovations to the home and detailing the movements of the family and their kids. You are despised by the house, and The Watcher won. So this story is, I read this first in an article in The Cut by yeah. this guy named Reeves Weed- Weidman. And it's it's an amazing story. It's really scary. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's great. It's like my worst nightmare. Mine too, other than being on a cruise ship with coronavirus. Yes, which turned out to not be false real. False alarm, everyone. But maybe they're just saying it was a false alarm. Yeah, who knows? To appease us. Yep. Wait, you know what else is my worst nightmare? Oh, sorry. Carpet. The smell in this room. Oh. Okay, I thought you were going to say Maria chewing in my ear. No, no, no. no, no, no. The no. smell in this room right now. Okay, I just want to, Amanda, if you're listening. Hi, Amanda. Your salad that you had from your Equinox gym, it was a very healthy salad. It's permeated the office <laughs> to where people come in and they, they think it's a... They're confused at the smell. It's a smell I've never smelled before. <laughs> I, I can't describe it. I walked in and I said, my words were, who farted? <laughs> and so I keep saying it's a salad, but those words don't, you know. They don't resonate. No, it's not This a is because it doesn't smell like a salad. So maybe from now on, there'll be no, salads can only be eat, eaten with no dressing, maybe. I don't think it's dressing. It smells like, know. you know when something's really healthy? It smells like, yeah. uh, it smells like something fermented. Like yeah, it smells like maybe there was fermented. a cabbage, uh, like a yeah. fermented cabbage or oh, like a, yep. You know, like a kimchi, a kimchi. Okay, yeah, yeah. This, a, yeah. this smells like a kimchi sprout. fridge in here. <laughs> yeah. Is what it smells like. Yeah, cool. And that's you An know egg. the thing is, yeah. it's Amanda being healthy for herself. Which that's is great. Beautiful. Great. Thing. We're all for that. But some of us had to be. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't deal with the consequences of the smell. <laughs> and then Maria lit. A ca- this candle. I can't. I lit that to get the smell away. But then it's just I don't know. It's just two smells. smells. <laughs> but then I put on some rose yeah. hand sanitizer, and that Which smells, smells good. great. This smells great. Yeah. Allie didn't even want to smell it. She's no, done. Too many smells. <laughs> I've noticed that you're very smell conscious. I am sensitive to smell. Yeah. It makes me a little nauseated. Yep. Me, me I don't know what too. to. I don't know what to do. I think you're it's, nauseated. It's okay you just now. burped. <laughs> you just inside burped twice. You're pretending to I be kind mine. Of went, I kind of went overboard on how many treats I've been eating. I had a Lara bar, and then I immediately went for some nuts. And there's still a box of C's candy that's been in this room. A you month. two weren't shy about I've that. Had 20 of those. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you walked in, those little sticky fingers got in there. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, back, anyways, to, back, back to, to other business. kinds of horrors. Okay. So in June 2014, Derek and Maria Brodus bought their dream home, at 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey, mm. for $1.3 million. Damn. What a steal. Maria had grown up on the same street as the house, plus the six bedrooms would be perfect for their three kids. So while they were doing renovations, Derek checked the mail, and he found a plain white envelope with strange, clunky handwriting that was addressed to the new owner. And the letter was typed, and it said, Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard. Allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. Well, that's nice. Yeah. How did you end up here? Another nice question. Sure. Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? Starting to get weird. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, mm. I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. Uh-oh. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. Mm. It is now my time. 
Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Uh-oh. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Oof. Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or Uh-oh. was it greed to bring me your children? Yikes. Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Oh, God. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Oh, God. Maybe I am one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed, The Watcher. I have chills everywhere. So Derek called the police. And the cop was like, I don't know what to do. And the cop was like, well, do you have any enemies? But Derek couldn't think of any enemies. So he emailed the previous owners that he bought the house from, the Woods. And they said they had received a letter from the watcher a few days before they moved out. Uh. And they said it sounded similar to the one that Derek just got, but they thrown it away because they were like, I don't know. We don't know what this means. They didn't even think about it. So Maria, Derek's wife, took the letter to the police department and they said to not tell any neighbors about it because the neighbors were all suspects now. Shit. Yeah. Before I go on to the next section, I just looked up the number 657 and oh, the meaning of it. no. Would you like to hear? The anagram? No, just 657, the angel number, what the meaning behind the number is. Numerology. We love numerology on yeah. crawlers. Number 657 is a combination of the energies and vibrations of the number 657. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insightful. <laughs> I just look snot out. <laughs> Number six relates to possessions, the material and monetary aspects, love of home and family, care and nurturing, grace and gratitude. Number five encourages us to be true to ourselves and live our lives uh, accordingly. Number seven vibrates with the mystical influences of Ooh. spiritual awakening. Uh, empathy and psychic abilities. Oh, shit. I'm a five. Six. <laughs> Angel number 657 indicates that the changes you have made and your commitment to adding more spirituality into your daily life have propelled you along your divine life path and helped you with your soul purpose. I thought it would be a little darker. Okay, <laughs> new spiritual and psychic experiences are changing your perspective about yourself, those around you, and the world as a whole. Your inner guide and angels will lead you to the path where you can best serve your soul mission. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so a week later, their contractor ar- arrived one morning to find that a heavy sign he'd hammered into the front yard had been ripped out overnight. Uh-oh. Two weeks after the first letter arrived, Maria stopped by the house to look at paint samples and check the mail. There was another envelope with the same writing on it, so she called the police. This letter was addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Braddis, but spelled incorrectly. The letter said, Welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard. Nice. The workers have been busy, and I have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. (laughs) Okay. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. I am pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought to me. You certainly say their names often. Ooh. Can I just say this really quickly? I would be so pumped if I was encountering this in the new house. I was Because you would be pumped? It's not a ghost. It's a watcher. Yeah, that's fine or whatever. But it's not like this watcher may be scary, but he's also just like trying to have a good time. 
because he's trying to like he's a riddler <laughs> oh he's like the um in a lord of the rings the, the golem yeah the, he's yeah. like a go- he's like a suburban golem if yeah. someone oh that's but the suburban golem is kind of a cool <laughs> yeah no yeah. believe me i know but you're saying that if you were getting riddles on your doorstep and they're not threatening you they're just going like see what's in the walls but and then he well, may threaten later but i'm just saying at this point i would be like this is dope like i like this neighborhood like i'm like <laughs> this place is fun yeah i'd say this is a lot of fun okay like what's in the walls i would take a sledgehammer <laughs> oh, those walls so quickly I mean, so yeah. would i i would think there's dead bodies in the walls or something. <laughs> yeah i would oh, also tre- laugh treasure. so hard at the way they were speaking like I know. the blood like you sure speak of them often like what are you talking d- like i don't say anyone's name a lot ever do you yeah, know i don't know if i could take this seriously yeah it's, it's, i don't know well let me tell you i'd be scared as fucking hell <laughs> also if someone was calling my children young blood but they yeah, are the aren't they that's not a lie like, young blood well, it's a fact i guess I know. I like the, the watcher. I think life. the watch is kind of cool. Oh, I do. About Here we is go. that wrong? No. No. That's cute, Maria. Um, <laughs> the watcher. <laughs> Neighborhood when column. I was the watcher. When I was reading these, I was getting the voice of the witcher in my head from the big ones. You mean the clowner? The clowner. The witcher. I was calling it the Hello. witcher. <laughs> That's the it. clowner. I was reading it in the clowner's voice. Welcome again to your new home <laughs> at 657 so Boulevard. Quick question before you continue. What were they written in? Um, like They were typed, but the envelopes were handwritten in like weird, clunky like handwriting. Nice yeah. touch. Nice yeah. touch. Yeah. Maria, okay. are you... Are you, the watcher? Watcher? Are you the watcher? The watcher likes what he's hearing. <laughs> oh boy! Why does it feel sexual? Now? Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> the watcher likes to watch. Uh, the letter mentioned their children's birth order and nicknames, and asked about one child in particular who the watcher had seen using an easel inside an enclosed porch. (laughs) Is she the artist in the family? The watcher said. She is. What's that? Yeah, that's a, what's wrong? Okay. Okay. Side note, the easel on the porch was hidden from the street by trees, making it difficult to see unless someone was behind the house or right next to the door. Yeah. So someone had to be yeah. very close. To the see. watcher's getting up in there. Mm-hmm. Why? This is 2014? 20. Yes. Yeah. What's the problem? Why didn't they Maria, get... <laughs> go away. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. But like the moment the watcher leaves a note on my doorstep, I'm laughing. I'm like, this is crazy. There's security cameras up immediately. And you know what? Yeah. I just spent a million dollars on this house. I've got the money. That well, that's true. what they do. That's they exactly did it a little too do. late. Yeah. Okay. Continue. My friend, I'm done. my friend has uh, who lives near me. My neighbor uh-huh. got one of those Nest cams. Oh fuck those Nest cams. Okay, I'm not joking. Almost every day, and he puts them on his Instagram stories. No. There is someone trying to break into his house. Oh, what? and a different person. Almost every single day, someone opening the door, closing it, someone taking his mail. And he's like my neighbor. And I live in Los Feliz in a suburban area. Does that's he live nice. in an apartment building or a house? It's it's not. It's like a little uh, bungalow cottage. Right. So it's standalone. Fortunately, what? I live in an apartment building on like the second yeah. floor and it's gated and like no one can get in. But I, those every ring video I see is terrible. Like that woman with a knife. Yes. The old lady with a knife. It's so scary. And he, no. he installed like a lock lock on his door, like a oh, padlock okay. so you can't get in. But it's people just like opening the door. Oh my! Staring God. in, like looking, like, like during the day, dr- at night. 
Oh, hell no. It, how scary is that? When I lived at home with my parents in the Palisade, which is a, a nice... A week ago? Yeah, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> which is a nice neighborhood, and we never had any problems or whatever. What if that was the end of your story? When <laughs> so I lived I in a rich neighborhood, so I, I never had I can't any relate. Problems. I can't relate. <laughs> but there was one night when like everyone in my family was out, and I was playing Angry Birds on my phone in my room. <laughs> Oh, no. And I don't have a very good um, reactionary, like, like I'm good in, like, a situation where it's like, we gotta go, but, yeah. like, in a situation where it's like, I don't have to get up, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to. <laughs> so, like, I hear someone trying to get in through the back door, oh my and in my room's right above the back door, like, on the second floor, and I hear this, and I'm playing Angry Birds, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Who is it now? So I text my brother. I was like, Anthony, is is any? Are you trying to get in? Or, and he's like, No, like right away. And I'm like, oh, Is it one of your friends? Just an he's inconvenience. Like, no. I did not care. And like after a moment, like they, I it stopped. And like I kind of looked out. And then I just went back to playing my game. Oh my god, Maria, you're crazy. You're so balls you don't, of steel. I'm the watcher. You, you didn't see anyone. No, I didn't see anyone. God. The Watcher. Okay, well, the letter also said, it continues, will you let the kids go in the basement? When they're down there, you won't be able to hear them scream. Ooh, like in, like in space, nobody hears you scream. Yeah. <laughs> Who has the bedroom? In storage space, nobody <laughs> yes. can hear you scream. Wow. Yes. Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard. And now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. Derek and Maria stopped bringing the kids to the house, and then they both stopped going over there. They got another letter that said, where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. Aww. Yeah, cute. The letters uh, had all been stamped in the Kearney Post Office in northern New Jersey. The first was postmarked June 4th before the sale was even public. Yeah. So it had to be someone who knew that the house was being sold. It was the real estate agent. Well, oh, sorry. That's, I'm sorry. It's a theory. That could be a theory. Maybe. Yeah. Someone, so someone who funny. knew. Yeah. Because they hadn't even moved in yet. They hadn't moved in. So, okay. So, Marie and Derek went to a barbecue across the street that was welcoming welcoming them and another new homeowner to the block. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. Like, if I moved somewhere that had a welcome barbecue for me. Yeah, no. When I moved in, I'd be like... Th- that's cr- that's creepy. No, I wouldn't go. Yeah. Party for me, I would not go. What about a party that was a barbecue and they just invited you? Then that's different. Okay. That's fine. If the community was having a barbecue and they're like, you're invited, yes. I'd be like, fine. A barbecue in my honor because I'm moving in, there's something get weird out about of the here. Even if they're just trying to get you to meet all your neighbors? There's something weird about the no. neighborhood. Okay. That's very Rosemary's Baby-ish. Yeah, it is. All right. So at one point, Derek was chatting with John Schmidt, who lived two doors down from him, and then John told him about the Langfords who lived between them. Peggy Langford was in her 90s and several of her adult children all in their 60s lived with her. Ew. So John said the family was a bit strange but harmless. But you know when people always describe serial killers, they're like, 
Oh, he was harmless. I had no idea. Yeah, like John that, Wayne Gacy was a party clown. Yeah, that means nothing. That means nothing. And he was a Pisces. Wow. And so is Richard Ramirez. Oh, congrats. Thanks. So this guy, John, talked about Michael Langford, who didn't work, and he had a really long beard. That's what he said. About Red it. flag. Yeah. He would walk through his neighbor's yards and peek through windows. So Derek thought that it was likely that Michael was behind all these letters. And the Langford house was right next door, and so he could see the easel on the porch. Mm. And the family had lived there since the 1960s when, according to the letters, the watcher's father had begun observing 657 Boulevard. Oh, shit. So Richard Langford, the father, he had died 12 years earlier, and the current watcher claimed to have been on the job for the better part of two decades. Mm. So case closed, right? It's this guy, Michael. Wasn't Michael um, schizophrenic also? He was. He was. Um, Derek told the police about Michael Langford, and they brought him in for questioning. He denied knowing anything, but the police said that, quote, the narrative of what he said matched things mentioned in the letters, Mm. but there wasn't any hard evidence, so the police couldn't arrest him. And so Derek decided to take matters in his own hands, and he set up webcams all around his house. Webcams. Webcams. He got obsessed, and he hung out in the house at night with all the lights out, looking outside to try to catch the watcher. Also, um, I remember hearing that when, after the police talked to Michael Langford, they told Derek, like, you won't be having any problems anymore. Even oh. though even though they didn't they didn't say that Michael Langford was guilty or anything like that, but they talked to him and then told Derek like he won't be having any issues oh. anymore. So almost like they thought Michael Langford was guilty oh, and weird. And kind of, yeah. Um so D- Derek created a map showing when each of his neighbors had moved in with overlays marking possible sight lines for oh the God. easel. It was some, like, beautiful mind yeah, stuff exactly. he's doing. That sounds like the most fun project that's, in that's the world. So I was like, this is something I would do. Oh, my God, guys. Um, so he had, and he had, like, a circle on top that was for approximate range of earshot to estimate who might have heard Maria yelling the kids' names. This is insane. And only a few homes fit both the criteria. And then Derek ended up hire- hiring a private investigator to do background checks on his neighbors. I can imagine someone coming to us with like an issue like this, and then we are investigating. This is it, my dream. And then like my dream, and then you set up something like some weird, beautiful mind shit. Of, like these are the people in the neighborhood. Here's oh my a- god, oh I would my love god. this with red strings. Yes. yes. Oh. Meanwhile, I'm just conducting a séance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to hit all avenues. Yeah. So true. So Derek reached out to a former FBI agent. Who he knew, who was actually the inspiration for Claire Reese in Silence of the Lambs. Well, that's tight. Yeah, and he hired uh, another FBI agent. So they, these two agents, they noticed old-fashioned ticks on the handwriting in the letters, like weird stuff hmm. on the letters that would suggest it was an older writer. Interesting. So, and the sentences were double-spaced, and there was no profanity. So the agents thought it could be a, quote, less macho writer. Or perhaps the watcher was jealous that the Brodises had bought a home that the writer couldn't afford. Interesting. So the police brought in Michael Langford again for questioning, but they got nowhere. And then Derek hired a lawyer as well. Mm. Uh, So then Maria and Derek, they both started having panic dreams. Maria was paranoid. She was being watched all day long. Everywhere she went. Yeah. And she would spend hours Googling people she thought were suspicious, and she was totally obsessed. But by the end of 2014, the case grew cold. 
So the renovations on the house were finished, but the family didn't feel comfortable moving in yet. I get it. So Derek looked into getting a German shepherd, (laughs) and he even put out a job ad on a military veteran's website that said, all you have to do is work out in the backyard every day. Like pump iron? Yeah, that's insane. No, that's smart. So just like, I guess it's just like a watchdog that can like just some dude just pumping iron in the back. I mean, oh I God. guess. And then they got another letter. Oh, shit. Buckle up, everybody. 657 Boulevard is turning on me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? <laughs> it used to be my friend and now it is my enemy. Ooh. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. It will not punish me. I will rise again. Oh, my God. I will be patient and wait for this to pass, and for you to bring the young blood back to me. Let the young blood sleep in 657 Boulevard. Stop changing it and let it alone. Let it alone. Okay, so Derek and Marie ended up moving into Maria's mother's house while they continued to pay the mortgage on this house. And they fought all the time. They started taking medication to sleep. Derek was depressed. Maria started seeing a therapist, and the therapist said that she was suffering from post-traumatic stress that wouldn't go away until they got rid of the house. So they were just, like, freaking out. Oh, my God. Maybe the therapist has been writing their letters because <gasps> she wants the house. She mm. needs the, um, the business. Yeah. Okay. Six months after the letters arrived, they decided to sell the house. I would have sold it after letter one. Yeah. They listed it for more than what they paid because of their renovations, But no one wanted to buy the house because of the rumors of a stalker or pedophile. Yeah, no shit. Also, um, it's to mention there were sex offenders in the neighborhood. Oh. Yeah, the police looked and there were were pedophiles (gasps) in the neighborhood who they also interviewed. um, But uh, it it wasn't. I didn't know he was. His letters were like pedophile letters. Well, it was mentioning the children. It was mentioning the children a lot. Right, but it wasn't like explicitly like, like it just like it all seemed like part of the watcherness of it. But I mean, it wasn't like horny, but it was like. Right, right. No, it's creepy as hell, but it's not horny as hell. It's not horny as hell. Yeah. (laughs) The watcher's creepy as hell, but not Not horny. Yeah, he's creepy, not horny. (laughs) Uh, They got a few. uh, He's horny for the house. Yeah, he's a house. He's a house objective. Yeah, Uh, they got a few offers for well below the selling price, but couldn't afford to take them. Six months later, they decided to sue the old owners for not telling them they had also received a letter from the watcher. A local reporter had found the complaint, which includes some of the letters, and it ended up being a story on the Today Show. Uh oh! News trucks started showing up at the house. Over 300 reporters contacted Derek and Maria, but they didn't speak to anyone. Yeah, which is kind of a good point, a good way to show that this isn't a ploy for money or anything or fame. Sure, yeah. Happening. Uh, A veteran detective was asked to look at the case. And once again, they were suspicious about the neighbor, Michael Langford. According to his brother, Sandy Langford, Michael had been diagnosed with schizophrenia as a young man. He sometimes scared newcomers to the neighborhood when he did strange things like walk through their backyard or peek into the window of homes that were being renovated. But those who knew him said that the odd things he did were mostly just unusual neighborly kindnesses. I mean, or just weird things. no, I believe that because yeah. there's a line that's crossed between like someone that's like, like weird in general or not weird, but like, you know, goes to the beat of their own drum or just kind of like does things out of the ordinary. And then to like write a letter like that and like be so um, manipulative with it. Yeah. That just yeah. seems out of character almost for for a person that kind of wanders the streets and yeah like in. if you're gonna do that you don't want to do anything else weird to be suspicious exactly 
And if he hadn't done that to anyone else, I don't know. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One night while investigators were surveilling the house, a car suspiciously stopped outside the house. The car was traced to a woman who lived in a town close by, but her boyfriend lived on the same block as 657 Boulevard. Yeah, girl, I hope you're doing a drive-by. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman told investigators her boyfriend was into some really dark video games, including one where he played a character called The Watcher. Yeah. He agreed to be interviewed, but never showed up. The detectives didn't have enough evidence to force him to come in, so he was never questioned. Yeah, never talked to him. Investigators conducted a DNA analysis on one of the envelopes and determined that the DNA belonged to a woman. Maria Blasucci. A woman. Me? Yeah. So now there's a 50% chance it is you. Yeah, because it's a woman. A woman has been writing these letters. Okay, fair enough. Continue. (laughs) Okay, I'm interested. <laughs> they started suspecting Abby Langford, Michael's sister, who worked as a real estate agent. Mm. Oh, my God. Was she upset about missing a commission right next door? Oh my God. Yeah. She also worked at the local Lord and Taylor, and the investigation coordinated with a security guard there to grab her plastic water bottle during a shift. But the DNA sample was not a match. Nope. The prosecutor's office told Derek and Maria they had ruled out the Langfords as suspects. Hmm. So Derek and Maria continue investigating on their own. They talked to another neighbor who said his son joked about the watcher sounding like him, mm. which is weird. They also hired Robert Leonard, a forensic ling- linguist and former member of the band Shanana. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't find any overlap when scouring online forums uh, for similarities to the watcher's writing. And then Derek asked his friend in tech to connect him to a hacker willing to try breaking into Wi-Fi networks in the neighborhood to look for incriminating documents. But that was insanely illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, 
So a woman who lived in the neighborhood had been talking to other neighbors, and she brought up that perhaps it was Derek who was sending the letters himself. Mm. What? And maybe Derek had buyer's remorse or realized that they couldn't afford the house. Or was it an insurance scam somehow? Interesting. So two years after the Watcher's letters arrived, Derek and Maria borrowed money from family members to buy a second home in Westfield using an LLC to keep the location private. Okay. But they were still stressed out, and the first time Maria let her daughter go to the pool with her friends, she was just staring at the tracker on her daughter's iPhone the whole time because she was Mm. just still paranoid. And so the lawsuit against the Woodses, the original owners of the house, that was dismissed, so they did not win that lawsuit. So now they had to figure out what they were going to do with this house. And so in 2016, they put it back in the market. And a ton of people came to the open house, but no one wants to buy it. And so the real estate lawyer suggested that they sell it to a developer who would tear it down, split the property into two lots, and they could get a million dollars for it. Mm. So, uh, but when the proposal was announced, people were going off in the neighborhood's Facebook page, calling them scammers and liars. Oh, shit. And they also said the new development wouldn't look as nice because they would have to knock down trees and the garages had to be facing forward. Gross. Yeah, they didn't want to fuck up like the aesthetics of the neighborhood. And so the judge ended up denying the proposal anyway. Well, I want them to knock down the house so they can see what's in those fucking walls. Yeah, some of those walls in the basement. What do you mean? It's like the burbs. Front-facing garages. Aren't all garages front-facing? Well, these houses are like, no, they have garages on the side. Like, they're big Victorian-style houses, uh-huh. but the garages are all on the side. Oh, so it's like a carriage? Like, yeah. Uh, okay, Like, the it, neighborhood is it. like, the houses all look the same, and it's like, it's like a rich neighborhood. Houses. Yeah. Mm. So, oh, weird. Yeah. So Derek eventually found someone to rent the it's house. It's not the Palisades, Maria. Yeah, Maria. Oh, uh, says Allie from the Palisades. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so Derek, they found people to rent the house, but in the lease, it said that the new tenants could move out if the letters started up again. Mm. Well, two weeks after the new tenants moved in, Derek went to the house to deal with some squirrels in the attic. As one does. <laughs> and the renter handed him an envelope. Oh, shit. From the watcher. Cool. It said, Violent winds and bitter cold to the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. Maria's all in. <laughs> Maria loves this letter. Continue. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. <laughs> that sounds like Maria. Like, Maria, honest you are to the God, watcher. Honest to God, like, I remember writing that. <laughs> Turn around, idiots. Violent winds. And you do use wench a lot. Well, yeah, when I'm talking about my friends. Yeah. Maybe you even spoke to me. One of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do know, and you're too scared to tell anyone. Good move. (laughs) I watched as you watched from the dark house in an attempt to find me. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. I wrote this. Like, it's not even, like, this is exactly, yes. And it's, like, the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm going to, like... Use this as a writing sample. <laughs> I was the watcher. It's like a monologue and acting class. <laughs> I was the watcher. Yeah, I wrote this. I don't remember fully, but I it's my voice. And the letter also talked about revenge that was coming. It said, maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, that makes you feel sick day after day after day after day. 
Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. <laughs> Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. Planes crash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what you gonna do, Watcher? <laughs> so the tenants ended up staying despite the letter. And because the, the cost of rent didn't cover their mortgage, though, so they were still losing money. And then on Christmas Eve 2017, several neighbors had received anonymous letters. Oh, my gosh. They'd been delivered by hand to the homes of people who had been the most vocal in criticizing Derek. So the letters accused the families of speculating incorrectly about Derek and Maria. They were signed Friends of the Broadduses. That's weird. And so uh, Reeves, the author of this cut article, he interviewed Derek and he asked if he had written those letters. He said that Derek paused for a moment, then said yes. What? The letters that were sent to the neighbors. Oh. He said he wasn't proud of it and he hadn't even told his wife. And he said they were the only anonymous letters he'd written, but he had felt driven to his wits end. Are you out of your mind, Derek? Yeah, that's an insane thing to do. Crazy. Like, of course, people are going to like, now oh, you wrote those letters? You, then you wrote all of yeah. them. Derek. Oh, my God, That's Derek. That's a party foul, Derek. Uh-huh. Um, in August 2019, they finally sold the house yeah. for 959000 Yeah. They bought it for $1.3 and put $100,000 of renovations into it. So they, they lost, lost money on yeah. it, but whatever shit happens. But then... Uh, it's being made, or it, it was, was already made? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. And it doesn't have great... I didn't watch The Watcher on Netflix, but it doesn't have great reviews. Made uh, Ari Shulman, but he, yeah. he's done a lot of stuff, hasn't mm-hmm. he? It was like a bidding war for the rights to this article. Oh my God, he's hot. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay, so he he did the documentary Catfish, not the TV show, the documentary. And he also, oh. he also did Paranormal Activity 3 oh. for the movie Nerve. Google him. Google image him. He's hot. Go for it, girl. Is he... It doesn't look like he's in a relish. Wow. Okay. Is everyone Google imaging him? Yes. No, but I, I, I believe you. No, Maria, do I? What is his name? Ariel Shulman. Ariel, Ariel Shulman. The mermaid? <laughs> Wait, is this Neve's brother? Oh my God! Is he Neve's? Oh, brother? it's Neve's brother. Yeah, because Neve and his brother made the catfish oh, movie. Oh, and it looks like he is married. Wait, wait, I can't. I think he's married to someone named, also named Ariel <laughs> Shulman. Oh no, he's married to someone oh, no. named Haley Gates. I think. Oh, this guy from the catfish movie. Well, it's not Neve. It's his brother. I think it's his brother. So he's so he's like- ador- didn't Neve like punch a woman in the face in an elevator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be part of that family. Never mind. Party foul. I told you I went on a date with Neve, right? No. Where'd you meet Raya? No. This was like six years ago. How did you? What happened? From Twitter. Shut the front yeah. door. How was or it? It was like 2012. It was long a long time ago. Oh, my God. And he just started following me on Twitter. It was after that whole airplane yeah. t- thing. And... I had seen Catfish, and I was like, oh, cool movie. And I had just moved back to L.A. from New York, and he's like, do you want to hang out? And then he came and picked me up on his motorcycle. Shh. Oh, my Jesus. God. And we went to Larchmont and ate some, had some cupcakes. Oh, my God. And uh, did you basic-ass date, Melissa. Did you kiss? No, I did not. It was, I didn't, that was the only time I hung out with him. Did you touch his wiener? 
No, I did not. Did he touch your wiener? No, there was no <laughs> touching. I started dating someone like right after that, so I just kind of like yeah, faded out. Yeah, faded out. The slow. Fade. What's the Watcher series? I don't see it anywhere. Well, there's a, a movie. movie but oh. what's crazy is that they there was like a bidding war on it, and the rights sold for like six or seven figures, right? Yeah, I was. So the guy who wrote the article and then the owners of the house got a lot of money, like maybe a million dollars. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. All's well that ends well. In 2016 is when the movie Ye- came out? Well, 2018, they sold the rights for a movie. I don't Netflix. see it anywhere. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's not out yet. Oh. 2018 and deadline, Netflix wins heated auction for film rights to The Watcher. The Watcher. I should no, maybe write. I, swear I should I. maybe write The oh, Watcher. Oh, no, The Watcher. Like, write, like, the letters. Oh, no. The Watcher is a different movie in 2016. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, the, the this they movie got isn't out reviews. yet. Okay, but there's another movie called The Watcher. You're thinking of The Witcher from <laughs> December 20th, 2019. There's, and it's a man in, like, that looks like some sort of knight. There's one with Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, I guess it's not out yet. There is something, there, I think there might be a French movie. Because there's, there's, there's a lot of movies called The, the Watcher. Watcher. A young couple are tormented by unseen forces trying to force them out of their home. Oh. But that might not be based on this. That might just be... What year was that? 2016. Oh, it might be, but it's not the Netflix one. Yeah. It, I mean, it could also just be a horror movie called The yeah. Watcher. I feel like that's a pretty... Yeah. The Watcher TV series stars rapper Sir Mix-a-Lot as The Watcher. <laughs> Shut the front door. <laughs> what the hell is, is that? that? I like Big Oh, butts. that's from 1995. <laughs> she just felt... I, I like, like Big Butts. <laughs> I like wow. to watch it and I can't deny. <laughs> that was the theme song of those show. I think so, that these might just be things that are called the watcher yeah. and they're not related to. <laughs> Allie, what happened? Oh no, did you break the mic again? <laughs> I'm not helping you. You have to learn. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So now let's discuss some theories. Because I have a lot of them. Oh, yeah? <laughs> First theory is Maria. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the, it's pretty obvious Are that we? it was producer Maria. I don't remember doing it. Yeah, because it was your demon. But yeah, I oh, 100% like that sounds exactly like my voice. Yeah. yeah. It sounds exactly what I would think was like kind of funny, kind of clever. Yeah, it could very well, well be. Where were you in 2014? I was here in L.A., but can anyone confirm that? I was never in New Jersey. Uh, well, Maybe yeah. I... No, I I mean, I, no, I don't know. Okay, well, my vote is for producer Maria. One for Maria. One for Maria. Okay, so it had to be someone who could listen to them and hear the kids' nicknames. Yeah. Or who just knew them already. That's true. Or it was That's coming true. from inside the house. That's... Yes. So someone who knew them personally. Yeah. What if it was someone who lived in... Who had... What? Oh, oh, okay. So you know, you know the movie Parasite. <gasps> They're living in the basement. What if there's a family who's oh. been living there for ages? What if there's like a family in the basement, or what if like that's why they mentioned don't go in the basement? Yeah, 
because there's a fucking family in what there. if there's like a like all these like houses during prohibition and stuff had oh, secret doors yep. and trap doors and whatever yep. what if there's a secret drawer or trap door or something in the wall where there's a whole other compartment like apartment compartment or something like that and there's a family living there yeah because when the original family that lived there it was just a couple but now this new family has kids and they're like oh we don't want this nonsense yeah there's too much we had a nice quiet focus. life yeah mm-hmm so maybe there's someone actually there's a family living inside the house yeah the and parasite theory the pair yes the parasite, parasite theory. theory but how would they mail the letters they would just walk outside yeah, they sneak they, outside. They sneak outside and go to the, go to the mill. What happened the when they put up the security cameras? They never saw anything. No. No, never saw Because they did it too late. Yeah. You should have done yeah. it after the first letter. Yep. Right. Yeah. Another theory is that it's Derek Brodus mm, himself. Himself, yeah. So maybe he had buyer's remorse. Interesting. I mean, that could be it. And the creepy letters were to gain publicity, and maybe he thought it would inflate the price. Yeah. But that seems. I don't know. That seems like a crazy thing or, to do. Yeah, or maybe um, maybe he was trying to, like, scare his wife. Maybe it was his wife that wanted to move there, and he didn't really want to. And maybe oh. he was trying to scare his wife into wanting to move or something or make her feel uncomfortable. Because his wife did grow up on that block. Like, that oh, was... interesting. She was probably really pushing, like, oh, this is our dream home. Like, I grew up on this street. Oh, well, then maybe... Then maybe oh, she, maybe it he was, was trying to scare his wife. Yeah, or maybe the opposite. Maybe she wanted to move there because her family or she had some. Maybe she was a fucking psycho, and she <laughs> had been watching the house, or she had some weird. Oh, yeah. Maybe she was a witch, and her family had been watching the house for ages. Yeah, and she was writing those weird letters. Okay, so that's, another, that's another one. Another one is the neighbor, right. Michael Langford. Michael, Michael Langford. I don't know. He has schizophrenia, so that's like, I don't, but I don't know if, like, he does seem, from everyone's description, he's like, he's harmless. And if he were to send these letters, I don't think he'd be walking around the neighborhood looking into people's houses and looking into windows, making himself even more suspicious. Right. Also, his female DNA. Oh, right, right. And it wasn't his sister's DNA. So where was he getting that female DNA? Unless he had someone, like, captive and... I don't know. <laughs> I'm going off the wall. The video game guy. Oh, yeah. The guy that never got interviewed. Right. Who played the watcher on his video game. And he lived in the neighborhood. Lived in the neighborhood. Maybe it was his girlfriend's DNA. Maybe it was another oh. woman's DNA. Who would lick an envelope or a stamp? You don't need to lick a stamp anymore. No. Well, maybe they didn't lick it, but just like their hands touching it. Well, they typed it. So right. they had to like... I'm just saying, like, what kind of person would lick an envelope knowing they didn't want to get caught? Well, also, one thing that's interesting is it said that the 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 letters were sent from an actual post office. Yeah. So someone dropped them off. So there was no security footage or anything. like No, The, the mailman delivered them. But also, couldn't the female DNA have been from someone at the post office? Like, oh, true. I think they maybe they tested probably the letters inside. So it wouldn't be a worker. Interesting. Yeah. They probably tested the actual letters itself. I don't know. You're the brains of this operation. I don't know. What do I know? Uh, I thought it could be an angry coworker who was just mad at him. (laughs) Tell me more. That's all I have. Maybe someone was just pissed at him because he works in insurance. 
Okay. Because mm. I found his LinkedIn. Oh, well, that's weird. Working in insurance is weird in general because that's like, Derek there's money there, Brodus. man. <laughs> Why is that funny? There is money in insurance. I know. It's just the way you said it. Like Senior it, vice president. Like you'd, con- you'd, you'd just discovered it like an hour ago of like, the, you Guys. know what? <laughs> there's money in that. Senior vice president, AWAC. What's AWAC? Allied World. Allied World based in... Hamilton, Bermuda. <gasps> Wait, what? No, Melissa. Melissa, no. stop it. Allied World. I. This is his. I clicked on his LinkedIn. That's him. That's Derek Rodas because I already stalked him. Senior Vice President, AWAC, Allied World, Hamilton, Bermuda. Is that where it's based? Stop it. Unless there's probably, I mean, there's probably a office in New York. No. Why would it be in Bermuda? It might just be a branch. But no. why did this go to Bermuda? Bermuda? I don't guys. know if you guys noticed my shirt today. Oh my god, this her is- shirt says I traveled the triangle. Bermuda. <laughs> I'm Shake she's I'm- shaking. <laughs> guys. Oh, it all goes back to Bermuda. When why is this company in Bermuda? Allied Watcher. Allied Watcher. All watchers. We're always. Alliance. Always watching. Watch a, a. Always watching. watching all children. <gasps> yes, Melissa. That's oh. what it is. That's what it and means. It's, it's related to Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> where was no. Jeff- Where was Epstein's Island? Bermuda? Saint- no, it was in no, the Bahamas or whatever. Bahamas. I think it might be on the border of the Bermuda Triangle. It's probably all points of the triangle are all different child cult groups well how do we look up how what sorry oh my god okay awac may refer to airborne Airborne early warning and control what what (laughs) (laughs) if you google awac it says abbreviation of airborne warning and control and system (laughs) an, an airborne radar system designed to detect aircrafts but it's also Allied World Insurance. Yeah. I don't think it's an insurance agency. I think he works for the government. Oh, he does. I don't think I think it's a cover. <sighs> this is getting intense. <laughs> I'm sweating. Can we look up Richmond Road, Hamilton, Bermuda? Yeah, Google Street Street View it. About us. We are a, through its subsidiaries is a global provider of insurance and reinsurance solutions. Allied World offers superior client service through a global network of offices and branches. We'll watch out for you. What? No, Maria. No. No, no. There's not... the When I Google map this, Allied World Reinsurance, there's no address. There's just a question mark. I swear to God. It says approximate location it just has a circle and there's no address for it it says the road oh my god it's not real so he works for this company in new jersey i would i think so but is there any new jersey office probably not (laughs) (laughs) let's street view this okay yes there is one okay at 47 west river road in rumson new jersey and that's right near the Barnacle Bills. <laughs> it's all a cover. It's all a cover. But for what? For the Watcher. 
They just love watching people. I think that this is it's a government. It's some sort of government agency or some sort of something. Maybe the watcher's good. But how would this be an insurance scam? No one's insurance company isn't going to give you money for someone sending creepy letters to your house. You can't be insured for letters. Right. Right. What is reinsurance? It's probably when you don't have insurance anymore and then you get insurance again. You're reinsuring yourself. (laughs) That's probably right. Or another theory that I thought was cool was it could be the entire neighborhood was sending these letters. Trying to get them out? Yeah. Because they didn't like them. That could be it also. Because they seem like a very like stuck up neighborhood like they're very yeah. like like we want our garages to yeah face this way and we have yeah. a neighborhood barbecue and yeah very cult like <sighs> they're very it was a cult man i'm really stuck know. on this bermuda thing i would love to figure out <laughs> what's the guy's name again the the daddy derek brodus <laughs> <laughs> daddy derek how do you how do you spell brodus b-r-o-a okay found it d-d-u-s He's on Twitter, but all he, he does, does is retweet true crime stuff, like true crime stories. Oh, about wow. The Watcher? Just about everything. Okay, so he's listening to this. Yeah, he said, hey, Horace, his, la- his pinned tweet is, hey, Horace, how's the hoax theory you started about my family holding up? I'm still waiting for my apology. Hashtag gutless. Oh. Well, let's make it clear. We're not implicating anyone here. I mean, no. you know, anything, this this was the squirrels that were in the attic. Yeah, it was the, quote, squirrels. I kind of think it was the neighbor, Michael Langford. I don't know. All right. I mean. I don't know. He's obsessed. He's obsessed with crime. Yeah. And cold cases. And yeah. t- testing kits. Yeah. So that's weird. I wonder if he was obsessed with that before this whole stuff started yeah because if he was then that's like okay maybe this is something that you are doing yourself but also they sold the house for they lost four hundred thousand dollars but they got a lot of money from this netflix deal they got potentially like close to a million dollars like he he, like one of his tweets is a retweet and it's like write a happy story in three words and he wrote dna solves cases like yeah he's like (laughs) A huge advocate for like DNA and true crime, and it's it's weird. Can we call him and talk to him? I mean, like I feel like the way he, I mean, he's retweeting true crime podcasts. Like, yeah, he's, you think his wife is like, oh, Tarek, come on, like stop. Yeah, I tried to find her like online and Facebook. I couldn't really find anything, so she's probably like over it. Maybe we can, well, I don't know. He probably doesn't want to talk to us. He retweeted a New York Magazine article and said, one year ago, this came out. Thanks for telling part of our story. We have the asterisks female DNA. Still no arrests. Victims shouldn't have to beg cops to do their job. Still no correction or apology. Hashtag stalking is terrorism. Hashtag watched. Hashtag test every kit. Okay. So he's mad at the... He's mad at the cops. I mean, he he's not... he Homeboy's not over it. No. And it's crazy because, like, he got a lot of money for this movie. It's like... Wow, someone out there is really honking their horn. Honk if you love web crawlers. Oh. They stopped. They stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah. there we yeah, go. Buddy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so... 
So maybe our next move is we could we can maybe DM him and see if he wants to get on a mini episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, do you have any final words, Melissa? I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I think it's kind of might be Michael Langford, but then I'm like, but it's female DNA. So that kind of crushes that theory. Maria, I do you want to? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Do you want to say anything about the letters that you wrote? <laughs> I think they're poetic. I think they're fun. I think they're. You think they're grand and beautiful? I think they're. <laughs> Yeah. And I think they're a little spooky. Yeah. I think so too. If you have any insights or opinions or, um, theories yourself melissa where can people write us you can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or send us a message on twitter or instagram at webcrawlerspod you can hit us up on reddit or facebook webcrawlerspod and as you as usual if you want to watch our videos uh live streams of our uh podcast a day early join our patreon patreon.com slash web crawlers and we will be releasing more uh special episodes soon so look for that uh coming up i'm ali siegel i'm melissa stetton bye (laughs) (laughs) bye bye Powered by ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.